This is the Bill Daniel Student Center Podcast. We're coming to you live from the living room of campus on a very special day, the sub's 72nd birthday. We thought there was no better time than today, September 16th, to launch this podcast sharing the stories that make this place home sweet home. I'm your host, Jordy Dickey, and I serve as the Assistant Director of the Student Union. My love for Bill Daniels started early in my career when I was provided the opportunity to research and curate our sub-history, timeline, and fun facts. I found myself entrenched in incredible stories, memorabilia, and photo records that sparked the idea for this moment. If you spend enough time in the sub, you begin to see there is something almost magical about it. Over time, the sights, the sounds, even the age smell ignites the feeling of home. When you're away, you miss the space. And when you return, it's almost as if you never left. So I wanted to start this series to give you a fuller understanding of what makes the Bill Daniel Student Center truly special. Over the next year, I'll be inviting along special guests to join me in expanding upon stories that you may already know and introduce you to the stories you may not know. We hope this podcast will quickly become one of your personal favorites. It's now time to take a journey into the past, but first, we're going to pause for a brief break. The year is 1948. A loaf of bread costs 14 cents, a gallon of gas, 16 cents. Harry S. Truman is the President of the United States, and life is booming post-war. 1948 marks a significant moment in Baylor's history as well. On Thursday, September 16th, the forerunner of Texas universities with its biggest enrollment to date begins its 104th year with a handsome building that it waited 10 years for. A jubilant reception is hosted promptly at 7 p.m. in the Barfield drawing room. Dr. White, the ninth president of Baylor University, presides over the ceremony that includes the following. The Golden Wave Band, an invocation by Dr. George C. Humphrey, a performance of A Mighty Fortress, an address from the president of the Baylor X Student Association, a prayer of dedication by Columbus Avenue Baptist Church, and for the grand finale, the singing of that good old Baylor line. Refreshments and punch are served using the most beautiful crystal china. The moment orchestrated by the Dean of the Student Union Building, Lily Russell, is absolutely perfect. Now you may have picked up on the part that it took 10 years for the sub to come to fruition. And this is probably where some of you may already know the story, but in case you don't, or you would like a refresher, you're going to want to stick around to hear our origin story. It's a good one. We'll be back following this short break. In February 1936, Dr. Kenneth Ainsworth, a Waco physician and former Baylor student, saw the need and conceived the idea 
of building a center which would provide facilities for student social life on the university's campus. Dr. Ainsworth called a meeting of a few loyal Baylor supporters, pointed out the need for such a facility, and alluding to the forthcoming Baylor Centennial Celebration only nine years away, challenged the group so successfully that its members immediately agreed to create the Baylor Centennial Foundation as a fundraising entity. This was the first time an attempt was made to create a network of alumni supporters and the funding of a student union building would be its first project. Dr. Ainsworth served as the first foundation president. Construction of the union building began in the summer of 1940 after the Baylor Foundation leadership concluded it would be best to begin construction before building material shortages could occur because of the outbreak of the war in Europe. And although the foundation had been able to raise only a small portion of the estimated cost of construction, somehow money was found to allow the work to continue even after the United States entered World War II in December 1941, less than a week after the cornerstone had been set in place. By the end of 1942, the construction of the Union Building's framework of girders was in place. However, at that point, the realities of the wartime economy overtook the building's progress. Construction ceased and workmen painted the exposed steel to protect it against prolonged exposure to the weather as it stood silhouetted against the Baylor skyline throughout the duration of World War II. Construction resumed in 1946 and by the fall of 1947, the Union cafeteria, soda fountain, bookstore, and club rooms were open for student use. As the school year progressed, the barber and beauty shops, bowling alley, and recreation rooms were also open for use, and these were soon followed by the drawing room, student and faculty lounges, dining rooms, offices for the Alumni Association, student government, and other university organizations. On September 16, 1948, the sub was formally dedicated with the final price tag a little over 800,000, a cost that proved to be much higher than originally anticipated. For 35 years, the structure bore no specific name. It was known simply as the Union Building or the Student Union Building. In 1981, trustees voted to recognize the generosity of alumnus Governor Bill Daniel to the university by associating his name with the building. Formerly christened at homecoming of that year, the campus living room, which has retained its resourceful and pivotal role in Baylor life, has now become known as the Bill Daniel Student Center, or the SUB. So here we are, 72 years later, and so much has happened over time. And in particular, so much has happened in the year of 2020. Let's pause for a short break and we'll gather back for some final thoughts. There are so many individuals who have played a significant role in shaping the student union and we can't wait to share those stories with you. But there is one in particular who was mentioned earlier by the name of Lily Russell. She was the first and only individual to ever hold the title of Dean of the Student Union Building. 
Much of the historic furniture, book collections, and fine paintings that exist within the building today can be attributed to Russell's design legacy. She has a great quote that I've carried with me over the years. My dream for the Union Building is that one day it will grow to be a place where students can unconsciously absorb the good, the beautiful, and the true. At 72 years old, the sub is far from ready to retire. And having reinvented itself many times over the years, this place still continues to reflect the good, the beautiful, and the true. Happy birthday, sub. Thanks for being the absolute best campus living room and our beloved home sweet home. Be sure to tune in next week as we continue our series. Until then, be well, be safe, wear your mask, and sick em bears. <laughs>